This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The Glossing Detangler and Perfect Conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, it's Alana, and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. It's Thursday, so that means real-life daters are coming on to share their real, sometimes shocking, and always unfiltered experiences. Think you're alone out there? Think you're the only one whose ex hooked up with your mom or whose last date ended up being a catfish? Think again. I am 25 years old. I'm living in New York City at the moment, and I'm here to talk about a recent breakup that I am still going through and navigating um, that was actually long distance um, from college. So kind of just navigating like being in a new city alone, navigating being single for the first time in four years um, and just getting through the breakup as best I can. I'm glad you're saying getting through it because it really is something you have to go through. And so I'm curious, like today, right now, how are you feeling? Where are you at? I'm actually honestly like very content. I think one of the main things for this is because we were in a long distance relationship. We met junior year of college. So we've been and I'm 25, so I'm I've been in the city for three years now, or almost three years. Um, so we did long distance from 2020, whenever we graduated, to recently we broke up in April. So that whole time we were doing long distance. Um, and he actually lives in Boston, so it was just a lot of going back and forth. And I think one of the main reasons for like, like healing as quickly as I think I did was just like the out of sight, out of mind, like mentality. Like I never had to see him. Like I never really see his friends in the city. Like I really don't like, I really don't think about him because when we were dating, like my entire like daily life like what didn't have anything to do with him like 
Yeah. We would never go on dates during the week. We would never like have sleepovers or anything. Like I would see him once a month. So I think that's honestly like been like helpful. But then again, like it is kind of hard because we we did no contact. I think that's like ideal. That's like the best way for anyone going through a breakup. I really think like the no contact rule like is so important. But on the other side of that, sometimes I feel like we didn't get any closure because we broke up over FaceTime, <laughs> which is the other thing. So we've had no closure. Like we haven't spoken to each other. Like I never see him. So it's kind of weird to think about like this person is now like a stranger after just like six months. Yeah, that is always the weirdest part about a breakup is going from like this person is you're in your life every day. And and for you, maybe it was, vir- he was virtually in your life, but he was a yeah. part of your life. And for so long, also in a, a, a physical, literal part of your life. And then one day it just a switch flips and they become a complete stranger and you don't know what they're doing, who they're doing it with, where they are, what they're thinking. And it is, I think, one of like the weirdest things that we experience in life. But what led you to do no contact was there a discussion of like let's not talk or you had the FaceTime conversation and then it just you neither of you reached out yeah we we had the FaceTime conversation and I think like I think we talked for like a few days after and I was but it was like so because I guess I should clarify that like the reason we broke up was because for like two years of us doing long distance he like promised that he was like working on relocating to New York and finding a job so like even though long distance like sucked there was always like a light at the end of the tunnel like oh he's gonna move here soon he's gonna move here eventually like just like hold on for like a little longer and then at the end of and then in April after doing long distance for three years he was like I I just can't move to New York ever and so we obviously were like, okay, this is pointless to keep doing that. And like, I was so pissed off and like upset because I was like, okay, I had felt like let on for like the last two years and not necessarily like a waste of time, but just like, it was so disappointing. Like that the past two years and everything we've been talking about just like was for nothing. And like, it's just like, you lose a lot of trust in someone and like when they break their promise and it's just a huge letdown. So I was honestly like pretty like upset and pissed off at him. And I still kind of hold some of that. But when we were texting like the few days after the breakup, which I would say was like a mutual breakup in the end, because we were both like, we're not doing long distance then. Like I'm never moving to Boston. You're never moving to New York. This isn't going to work. Um, but I was being like super short in my responses and I just like couldn't I just like didn't want to like have these conversations they were like just running in circles and they were just so pointless so I asked him if we could just like not talk for the foreseeable future not really knowing how long that would last but we haven't talked since we both agreed to not reach out wow I'm glad you did that though, because I think again, like with the going in circles, that could be so endless where you never stop. And at some point you do have to put that boundary up of like, okay, we need to not do this. It's not good for any of us. And it's not going to lead to anything because 
you're not going to move there and he's not going to move here. Yeah, exactly. And like, we're not going to see each other. Like, we're not like, he was, he was like, should I come visit you so we can talk about this in person? And I'm like, no, like, there's no point. Like, we're just going to be. going to make it harder. Yeah, exactly. So you're see each other. you still love each other. You miss each other. And then it's like, oh, let's have like one more special night together. Like, it's not going to hurt us. Yes, it will. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I was like, absolutely not. Um, but I mean, the only times we talked was he wished me happy birthday on my birthday this summer. And then randomly one Saturday night, he texted me asking like, what the name of my old job was like that was it like no hello no like sorry no context <laughs> no context he was just like what's the name of this job that you used to work at and I didn't respond because it was like I was like that like that's it, I it came off as like rude honestly because it was just such a pointless question on a Saturday night and it like ruined my night so other than that no contact and I do highly recommend that for like anyone going through a breakup that it does make it like honestly so much easier yeah absolutely and I want to call out something you said in the beginning when you're talking about this about how you had like being in a long distance relationship I think there's a lot of pros and cons that we can get into but Mm -hmm. I think the biggest pro is that like like you said like you had your life you had your independence and I'm sure that's helped tremendously in terms of going through the breakup where like your routine is the same you're seeing the same friends, you're doing the same things, you're going to the same coffee shops or whatever, like versus having to fill all of these voids. And yeah, there's still obviously an emotional void you have to fill and you have to like process it and get through it and get move forward. But it's it it does help when they're not there. As somebody who mm-hmm. has also been broken up with over FaceTime <laughs> by somebody I was dating long distance. It helps so much that they're not right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. I, Cause I agree. Like I, there was a point where I like loved long distance for a little bit. Like right when I moved here, like I grew up in the suburbs of Connecticut. So like everyone I went to high school lives here. All my home friends are here. All of my college friends are here. So, which is another reason I wouldn't want to leave the city, but I loved it. Cause I, could go out with my friends whenever I wanted. I could like go to dinner with my friends during the week and I would never have to worry about like missing anything because I already committed to hanging out with my boyfriend um, or anything like that. But then after a while, when like you see all your single friends, like having fun and like living a single lifestyle in New York City, when you're based, like, I know I wasn't single, but, like, you start to be, like, well, I'm lonely. Like, I go home every night by myself. Like, I don't have my boyfriend to, like, hang out with. Like, when my friends are going on dates or, like, they're meeting up with their boyfriends at night and, like, going home with them. Like, that's the kind of stuff where I was, like, this really does suck because, like, I can be as independent as I want during the week and, like, do whatever I want, like, socially. But then there's, like... I would have to like FaceTime my boyfriend or call him or something. And that's just like not the same as like being able to have a boyfriend like in person and like do like random things during the week. Like we never had that luxury. Yeah. And like every time we saw each other, it had to be like so planned. And then we'd be together for like 72 hours straight. And then by the end of it, we'd be like, 
bickering. It just, like, it got to a point where it was, like, this is just too much. And if this goes on any longer, this, like, it just, we're both, like, I started to resent him for sure. I don't know about him with me, but, like, it caused, like, a lot more issues towards the end of our relationship than it should have. You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic, and when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning, and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend, who happens to be a doctor, and she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family 10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code seeing other people. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code seeing other people. That's Nutrafol.com promo code seeing other people. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started Presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a Presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone, Presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. 
What was it like when you guys were deciding, like, okay, you met junior year of college, so you went to school together, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So then senior year comes, you figure out, okay, like, we're not going to be living in the same place. Like, what were those conversations or, or thoughts like when you were deciding, like, yeah, like, well, let's do long distance. We got this. I think, I think it was just because we were still like, not really a new relationship, but we were still in like the one year like bubble, like super happy. Like we we were really compatible. Like we got along super well. Um, and he was like my best friend, and we both just like didn't want to break up. And I was like in my mind at that time I was like I don't want to be single at all and neither did he so we were like let's just do long distance and see how it goes and for like a while I was living at home and he was living at home because of COVID so like that added like a little bit of like I don't I don't really count that time because everybody was home and everybody was like away from each other but yeah once I moved here and he moved into an apartment in, um, in Boston, I think we just got like so comfortable in it. And we, we had like a really good routine and we were really good at communicating with each other, which I think is really, is like the biggest thing in a long distance relationship, but we just got super complacent and comfortable. I would say that like it took a while for us to realize that like we weren't as happy as we should be in the relationship. But um, when we like just started talking about it, we were like, let's just see how it goes. Cause like it's worth a try and it ended up not being so bad and we kind of got the hang of it. And then it was just, at least for me, it became more of like a comfortability thing. And I was like, just so comfortable and like, yeah, I wasn't super happy, but like I still had him in my life and then and like that's when I kind of started thinking like is this like the best thing for both of us like to just resent each other and like not end this because we're comfortable but like not happy if that makes sense yeah, it's a hard thing to balance when it's like, well, this is somebody you care about so much and they're such a part of you and you don't want to not have them, but you're starting to realize like maybe having them isn't the best thing either and you have to decide like, well, am I okay letting them go and losing them forever? Yeah, and it's it's hard when you're just so comfortable in something and this applies like for all areas of life, like at a job or like in in a city, like you could be so comfortable somewhere, but if you're and just not happy and like you'll stay there until like you absolutely can't. Or until you get of, kicked out and dumped. Essentially. Yeah, so which is yeah. essentially what happened with us. And like, but then like towards the end, like when you're really like, I'm so not happy, you start to like slack off in your job and you start to like mm-hmm. slowly like quit and look for other jobs and like you're really not trying that hard and that was honestly what was happening in our relationship like every time like I was like gonna plan a visit I was like oh like I really don't want to go or like if I had to miss a friend's like birthday party or something or like a dinner I was like this like this is probably bad if I'm like wishing that I didn't have to go visit so that I could stay 
and like see my friends in the city I don't know it's just and I think a lot of it just had to do with like growing apart because of the long distance and just like honestly like falling out of love just because you're not you don't like it's not a normal relationship like you're not able to be like FaceTiming is so different and like doing three years of it with the same person instead of like having all those moments like in person it just like I don't know I feel like it really like diminishes like that part of a relationship yeah because it it also puts pressure on the times when you are together to be so perfect to be doing these activities that you've talked about or the things that you've planned instead of just like living your daily life together in each other's company and Mm -hmm. having like those mundane things that end up being silly or goofy or just like nice and comfortable and and easy what do you think changed for him in terms of I'm not moving to New York or what like when you when you moved to New York and he moved to Boston was it like okay like we'll do this for a year and then and then he said he'd move or two years and then he'd move or what was the end date was there an end date set around when he was gonna move that so that was like the thing that like really caused a lot of issues towards the end of our relationship because I was because I was like I I can't keep like wondering when it's gonna happen and he's like very career oriented which I loved about him and he's like he has like a great job that he loves um so I was always like I'll like be respectful of that and like wait until you get an opportunity at your like he didn't want to get a new job he wanted to stay at his company and just transfer locations and for some reason that was taking so long for him to do um so well first of all like the first year of us doing long distance he was like I'm never moving to New York like I don't want like I hate New York like I'll never move there and so I spent that whole year like convincing him to move here basically like wow which that's tough which in hindsight like looking back I'm like I feel like I should have known that like I deserve someone who like will bend over backwards to like be with me or like if our relationship is so important to them then like what's the big deal about like moving for a few years to like be with them if that's what they want because like I've grown up my whole life in New York, like wanting to live in New York. And I've been very clear from like the start of us dating that I will not live anywhere else. So he was like, well, I'm never going to move to New York. So in hindsight, that probably should have been like our red flag to like not even start long distance. But I was determined to convince him that New York was amazing and that he would love it. So every time he visited me, I would plan like the best weekends and then it took about a year and finally he was like okay like you know what like New York's not that bad like I know you want me to move there like I'll do it for you like but I'm gonna like take like I'm gonna make sure that I don't just like quit my job and get like he he was very careful and cautious about like making sure that he transitioned career-wise mm-hmm. like properly that was just taking so long and 
it started to become like a weekly conversation of like, so what's the update? Like, have you talked to your boss? Like, when are you going to make the switch? Like when, like what's, what's new? Like, have you been talking to people? Like, are you networking with people in New York? And it just became, honestly, then it started to become like a daily thing that I would ask on like every FaceTime and he would get frustrated and I would get frustrated because I wouldn't understand why it was taking so long and he wouldn't understand like why I didn't understand why it was taking so long and that's just when it became like it was too much and then finally he was like I don't know what happened but literally we were fine and then one Sunday night he was like can I call you I have to talk to you about something and I was like sure were you were you nervous getting that text yes because he was acting like a little bit weird all day like you know how you can just tell yeah like his texts were like short all day like the day before yeah, we like were fine. stomach drop for you hearing that <laughs> no I know and like he did it at the end of the day too because I was like and I tried to FaceTime him throughout the day because it was a Sunday and we normally like FaceTime a lot on the weekends and he just like kept pushing it off pushing it off and then finally like after dinner he was like okay like I can FaceTime like I want to talk to you about something and I was like honestly like one of my thoughts was like maybe he like got a job yeah (laughs) and then he FaceTimes me and he's like I've been thinking a lot and I like I've like made I've like been thinking about it for a really long time like in the back of my head and I I realized that like I just can't move to New York for the foreseeable future and we've always kind of dis and I've always made it clear like kind of as a joke but like fully serious like you better move soon or like we're gonna have to break up like I'm not doing this for that much longer like just to like add pressure and motivation yeah and then he was like I'm not moving and so I think we should break up and I was like shoot like now we actually have to break up since he won't move here and like I've been saying this whole time but yeah so that's kind of the order the series of events that led to it but like it was totally out of the blue and I was like shocked when I heard that Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating, and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, 
and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right, I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi-infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP. S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. 
do you wish you had ended it from the start when he said, I'm never moving to New York? Or are you glad that you had those years together? That's it. I I do think I know. I know because I think about this a lot because like obviously I loved him so much and we had like amazing memories and I grew as like I grew into a completely different person for the better because of him um and I like wouldn't take back any of the experiences we had but and I'm like I I know I'm so young I'm 25 but like sometimes I do look back on like some like the past two years and I'm like I could have been doing this I could have been doing that like sometimes I'm just like this caused me a lot of like sadness more than happiness especially the last like couple of years and like a lot of anxiety to the point where I'm like that stuff like probably wasn't worth it but and like I feel like two years of my like early 20s living in the city like those are years I'll never get back but again like I try not to like regret what we went through and the years I spent with him because like he is such a good person and like we didn't I mean we like we didn't end like amazingly but like not neither of us like did anything to hurt the other person so Mm -hmm. like I can't really look back and like regret being with him yeah, I think all of that makes sense. And I think it's okay to feel like you missed out, but also feel grateful for your relationship. Like, it's okay to have these conflicting feelings that don't, like, there's no perfect way to have gone about it. And who knows, maybe yeah. you would have tried to end it and ended up just getting back together because you missed each other. But yeah, it's there. it's a million what ifs and it's, great I think that you have been able to look at it from so many different angles and and think about like how it did affect you and ways that you wish things were different but also being still grateful and like having good memories and things to look back on yeah and I mean of course there were moments where like I was out and drunk and being like I w- like I kind of wish I was single exactly like yeah. I'm in this, like, pen pal relationship, essentially, like, for, like, 25 days of the month until, like, the three or four days I get to, like, spend with him in person. So it's just, like, there were, of course, moments throughout it where I was, like, I wish. Yeah. But um, ultimately, I think, like, when it ended, I'm happy it ended when it did just because I don't think either one of us could have gone on any longer doing what we were doing. Would you ever do long distance again? No. It's just hard, especially in the beginning, like, figuring out, like, how you're going to communicate. Like, we had a lot of, like, growing pains, like, figuring out, like, how we were going to, like, how often we were going to, like, communicate and how often we were going to text and talk. And, like, that took, like, a year in itself to figure out and get, like, a routine down. And I've just – I just don't think – that I'm a good person to have a long distance relationship to be in one. Like, I think like all my friends are like, you handled it really well. Like for three years doing long distance, like that's more than I would have done it. But again, I think part of it was just being like complacent and comfortable in it. But yeah, 
I've realized, and that's why I'm grateful for this relationship, because I've realized that, like, I need to be, like, able to see someone whenever, and I just don't think I can go through, like, the long distance again. Like, I just don't think it's worth it, and I think that, like, being in one for so long, I just, I wouldn't want to do, like, another second of that. Yeah, that makes sense, <laughs> especially with how it ended of of just having this thing in, in the back of your mind, like, okay, like, we will be together and he will move here. And then suddenly it's like, you probably felt betrayed and misled. And mm-hmm. that's such an unfortunate thing when it seemed like you had a great relationship and like it could have worked. But I think the thing about long distance is unless there is an actual set end date, it's not going to work because it's, it's exactly what you experience. Like the only way long distance can work and both people can feel secure and like their needs are met. And like that they, there is a future is if you know when the distance is going to end. Yeah. Like if, if my boyfriend was like, I just got offered to like go to the London office of my job for six months. I'll be back on May 31st, 2022. Right. And then I'll be in or twenty twenty whatever whatever good (laughs) then I'd be like okay that's fine like I could do like very short term like knowing exactly when it would end but when there's like no end in sight like I'm working on it like no yeah I won't do that exactly what has been the most helpful for you in terms of the breakup and getting through it have there has there been any like advice you've taken from anyone or anything that you kind of surprised yourself like oh I'm handling this better just for anyone else who is going through a breakup regardless of like if it's day one or day 100 I'd love to hear how you've really helped yourself through it yeah I think for me like I mentioned I have a really strong like group of friends in the city I have like all my home friends all my college friends and like obviously everyone knew him knew our relationship so they knew like how invested I was in the long distance so I think just like having them there for me was like extremely helpful everyone dropped everything um and like came like to my side when I was upset um we made (laughs) I don't know if I recommend this but we made like a cons list of like everything about him (laughs) that like I don't want in my next partner and like a a list of like things that I'm now looking for like the top of the list is like lives in New York (laughs) but that was really helpful and everyone was just like there for me and you really realize like how good your friends are and like how lucky you are through like hard times like breakups because like everyone was just there for me when I needed them um and then one other thing that helped was I made like this folder on my phone called like healing and I basically just like looked on Pinterest and like Instagram for like all these like cute quotes about like breakups and just like everything happens for a reason and like trust the timing of your life and then I screenshotted every text that like anyone sent me about it and I added like all the screenshots into that folder. And like, even today when I'm sad, I'll just like look at them. And like, it just reminds me of like what good people I have in my life. And like, I'm going to be okay because like, like I was like, I was good before him. 
I was good like during him especially in a long distance relationship I feel like I was lucky enough to like be able to like create my own life here without him which I know a lot of people like going through breakups that aren't long distance like that's hard when you do so much together but like that really did help me like I had an entire life and routine that he was not involved in that didn't have to change at all but I think just like going about my day like really distracting myself and focusing on like the people that are there for me and like understanding that like you're gonna be okay everything happens for a reason and like this ended so like I could find what's like actually meant for me I literally couldn't love everything you said more (laughs) I need you to know that we are the same person because I literally have a folder on my phone called you're doing great and screenshots of nice supportive messages that listeners have sent for whenever I get a mean comment and I get upset I force myself to go open that folder on my phone and read all the nice messages and remember like nope this is why we do this like it's all okay um so I love that you did that and it's amazing how supportive your friends were and how much they came together and I actually think the cons list is a great idea because during breakups it is so easy to focus on all the good memories and moments and all the things that you don't have anymore and people get so like rose-colored glasses about their relationship that they forget to think about all of the moments that they were upset and that they didn't feel supported and loved and that they felt actually like maybe this isn't the right relationship for me those all go out the window because you just miss the person or you miss having someone or being wanted. And so I actually think that that's a really great activity, even if it's silly or like sometimes mean and negative, like it's still just, it it puts it in perspective of like, Hey, there were problems in this relationship and I wasn't actually happy and lovey dovey all the time. And there are things that I can pinpoint that like I deserve more and exactly what you said, like you will find that and you will be able to go out and and meet the person who gives you everything that he gave you, but would move to New York city in a heartbeat for you and show up for you in in all these ways. So I, I think those are really, really great tips and and things that you did. (laughs) A hundred percent. No, it honestly did help me. Like I was like crying. My roommates and my friends and my sister were over and we were just like, as a joke, like, adding to the list, like, lives in New York, like, is tall, like, yeah, like, isn't, like, obsessed with his career, like, my last, <laughs> like, just, it started out as funny, but, like, I do look at it, and it's, yeah. like, reassuring to know, and you're, like, so right in the sense where, like, when you're in a relationship, you not necessarily like look past a lot of like things but like you don't realize that there are things that this person's doing that like you realize like you don't like and that you like don't want in like your future partner or like husband or whatever like I look back and I'm like well these qualities I actually like really didn't like and I I just like chose to ignore them in the relationship but like through like listing out all the things that like I don't think I want in my next partner along with like dating which dating has also helped me realize this like there's so much out there and there's 
going to be someone who embodies like all the qualities you want and who doesn't have the qualities you don't want and like there's not a reason to settle and sometimes like I remind myself like like this had to happen because maybe like in hindsight you would have been settling without even realizing it yeah that absolutely makes a lot of sense what was your first date like after four years (laughs) I so I would say like I didn't get back out there like super soon I would say like a couple months after to be fair like I think the healing process was expedited for me because I never had to see him and again like I've been saying like my routine and my daily life didn't really change yeah so it was pretty easy not to like move on but just to continue my life as if like I wasn't grieving anyone because like I wasn't changing anything about my life um so I made a hinge and with because my roommates were on hinge like all my like single friends are on hinge and it was like the summer when people aren't really in the city and you're not really going out and meeting people um so I made a hinge and I think I went on I've been on I don't know now I've been on like a quite a few dates on hinge but my first one I remember I was so nervous because like I and I this was like my first date ever like you'd I didn't really date in like college you don't really like do that right it's your first like real grown-up date yeah and and I would I would also like to preface like in high school and college like I didn't really have like a single like slutty phase I would say like I feel like I was always like a like a fling kind of girl I don't know I I never really like had that like wild single phase and now I'm kind of like this is my time for it like I'm single 25 in the city like I'm never gonna be like I'm never gonna have this chance again so I'm that's another thing that I remind myself like I'm like living a life that if I didn't break up with my partner I don't think I would ever have or have been able to experience which I think in like long term I probably would have looked back and regretted not having this that brings up another question that I was thinking about before if he hadn't ended it do you think you ever would have I I think about that like all the time because I I do think that and like inevitably we would have ended one way or another just because there were times where I'm like am I going to look back on this relationship and realize like I I never in my life got an opportunity to like really be single and like date around and like like figure out what I like and what I don't like like just from like dating these past few months like I know so much more about like the type of person I want to be with and like whether or not that's similar to like my ex-boyfriend like I've just learned so much and I've learned more about myself and it's like if we have had ended up together like I don't even know if that would have been like right just because I didn't know what else was out there and I didn't get to explore that part of myself and just like have that experience that I think everyone should experience that I think like being single like after college in the city I'm like so grateful I'm able to like experience that now as as like much as dating sucks sometimes and like being on the apps like it's not isn't great but like I have like so many more stories and like I 
I've just learned a lot about myself and what I want. And I, I do think that eventually, like, I would have potentially ended it because, like, for both of us, like, I feel like it's really important for everyone to experience that before they, like, really settle down. It is crazy how much you're able to learn about yourself, about life, about what you want from dating. And that's something that I feel like we often forget because we're so focused and like, okay, well, I'm dating to get into a relationship. Like, what about just dating to have a good time and learn something? And if you get into a relationship as a side effect, like, great. That's because you found somebody who you're compatible with. But to take the pressure off and just enjoy meeting people and trying new things and going to new places and learning about someone else's life experience. I think there's so much good that comes out of dating in your 20s when you take the pressure off. A hundred percent. And it's on, it's honestly just funny. Like I will come home from dates and talk to my roommates about it and my friends and like it's like brought me closer. It's brought me like new friendships and brought me closer to like certain people that I've maybe like grown apart during the relationship that like are also single that you can like bond over like funny dates with. So it it honestly like has been like a very fun like experience that I'm lucky that I'm able to have. But yeah, dating is definitely it's, it's interesting in the city because I, like, I didn't know what to expect. Like, I knew, like, other people's experiences and my single friend's experiences, but I was, like, I I personally didn't know how it was going to be like for me, but I remember my first date was, like, at this bar. I was so nervous. I was, like, what? I was, like, do I show up right on time? Like, do I get there early? Do I get there late? And my roommates were, like, no, get there, like, at least 10 minutes late. Um <laughs> And I ended up, like, getting really drunk, and, like, we went to, like, three different bars. I didn't get home until, like, 2 a.m., and I was, like, is this, like, normal? But, which I quickly found out that it wasn't, but, like... It's not abnormal, though. Like, some of those, (laughs) those can end up being, like, the silliest, like, funniest nights. Yeah, no, that was true, and it was really fun, but um, I never heard from him again. So I was like, great start. Um, and then welcome to dating. No, that's the other thing. I'm like, there'll be like, now that I've been on like a few dates, like I've, I've only been on first dates. I think I've been on one second date ever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like every first date I've, I haven't been on like a horrible one where I'm like, get me out of here. Like, this is the most uncomfortable, like experience I've ever been through luckily I'm sure I'll have one of those at some point but like I haven't yet but like every time I think a date goes like really well I either like won't hear from them like and I'll just or they'll send me like a text that's like I had a good time getting to know you but like it wasn't there or like we'll chat for like two weeks and he just like will not ask me on another date and I'm just like I'm not responding anymore because what's the point of having a pen pal so that's like the thing about dating that I like wasn't expecting how like you could go on dates with these people but like likely will not go anywhere yeah and it's so (laughs) weird when you feel like oh that went well and then it's like oh well I guess they didn't feel the same it's like well were we on the same date yeah 
I know. And it, it's kind of weird, like, going from, like, such a long-term relationship where, like, you never have to deal with this to yeah. going to, like, all these, like, first dates and, like, like thinking about how you're texting them or, like, wondering if you're going to hear from them or, like, being, like, a little butthurt when you don't. It's just – it's, like, a whole thing, a whole new thing that I'm navigating that, like, is very interesting. Yeah, it is definitely a whole new world, and some of it makes absolutely no sense, but all you can do is just be yourself, and as cheesy as that sounds, like overthinking texts and what time you're showing up and what you're saying to them, like the right person is going to like you for you, and Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time to find that person. Some people it's quicker (laughs) than others, but I think try and stay focused on like just enjoying the process and laughing it off. And if it doesn't, if you don't hear from somebody you had a good time with, like they're just, they're literally not your person. And that means your person's Mm -hmm. still out there. And that's an exciting thing. Exactly. I know. And like, the good thing is that because I'm like freshly single, like I'm not really looking for anything either. Like I don't have expectations. Um, like to be honest, like I don't, even think I would want to be in a relationship right now like after just getting out of such a long one like I really like being single yeah you're getting Um, to do all the things you missed out on exactly so like when something doesn't go bad like I've learned or doesn't go well or like I planned I've learned to kind of just like laugh it off and take it as a learning experience and like realize that you just gotta it's a numbers game. You got to be patient and just, and I'm, I'm working on just like really enjoying it, which I think is important. Good. Good. I'm proud of you for that. Okay. That means there's one thing left to do. (laughs) What is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received? I think this is I don't think I've heard this on your podcast yet. And I'm excited. <laughs> and this has actually really helped me. Um, it's kind of niche, but it's that like, it's, it's geared towards like dating apps or like if you're texting someone, but my friend told me when I first started dating and like what didn't have like an amazing experience at first and was like, not really sure what was happening. She was like, at the end of the day, like everyone is a Tamagotchi they're not a real person. Like if, especially over the apps, like if, cause I would be like talking to these people and like, it would go nowhere. No one would ask me on a date or like they would ask and like not confirm. And I'd be like, is this normal? And she's like, yes. Like they're literally a Tamagotchi. Like until you like meet them in person multiple times, like they're just someone that you like entertain like virtually, but like they're not, in your real life and they have no meaning in your life and they don't matter to you. Like, and I just think that every time I get like upset, I'm like, they're just a Tamagotchi. Like they're not a real person. Like they can't make me feel bad because they're just like, they don't hold, they can't hold space in my life. They don't know you either. So it can't be personal. You can't take it personally. I love that as somebody who had multiple Tamagotchis (laughs) that I, I was, I had a specific like Tamagotchi drawer, um, in my bedroom growing up. I love that. And I think that is so true and so helpful just because 
it, it, it can be really hard to not take things personally when it's like you were excited about somebody or you saw someone and they look exactly like you thought the person mm-hmm. of your dreams would look like, or there's something in their prompt that you also connected with, or you had a great connection over text and then you don't hear from them. It's like, who knows what they're going through? Like who, yeah. maybe they were already talking to someone else and it went well. Like maybe they just lost their job. Maybe they're on a trip. Like there are a million reasons why a conversation on an app may not turn into a date. And you do it too on the opposite end to other people. Like, and you're not thinking, oh, well, I don't like this person anymore. They don't deserve my time. Like none of it is personal. So I think that is really, really, really great advice. Tell your friend. Thank you. hundred <laughs> percent. And also like, it just reminds you that like, it's really not that deep. It's not that serious. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be fun and like entertaining. Like there's literally no reason to like tr- put this person on a pedestal when they're literally like living in like a virtual world a sims world yeah (laughs) literally I love it I love it well thank you so much for being here and I'm so proud of you and I'm really excited for this chapter of your life I feel like there's so much still for you to learn and so many like fun silly nights to have and, and memories to make so I'm very excited for you Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own unfiltered dating stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish-blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah, that too, Scout, that too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!